Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4. After 4 o'clock, you go to the iHeart app and listen to the podcast, John and Ken on demand, and pick up whatever you missed. And uh, wow, the videos from the East Coast are fascinating, aren't they? This is unprecedented. I, I remember. Was it last year, the year before? We were all amazed at how hot it got in the upper northwest. Remember that? Yeah. They hit 100 degrees in Oregon and Washington. This is also like a reversal. I mean, that's weather that we see here. And there's always people on the East Coast who, whenever we get fires, are you okay? How's the air quality? Yeah, you know, it looks like the, the, the nation has flipped upside down again. <clears throat> the East Coast is being blanketed with wildfire smoke that's coming from Canada. Many fires burning in Canada, and I guess just the way the wind blows in the jet stream, it's the wind patterns, it's bringing it down to many cities uh, in the Northeast. There's over 150 forest fires in Quebec. 110 here have been deemed out of control. Give you an idea, the air quality index in New York City this afternoon was 342. That was the worst for a major city in the entire world. New Delhi was at 190, the normal index for New York. New Delhi is usually the worst in the world. It's, it's 100, yes. Yeah, it's twice as bad in New York as New Delhi. And the, uh, uh, the airports are closed as well. LaGuardia, right? Are they closed LaGuardia and also, uh, what's the other one? Newark. They closed. Not Kennedy, though? 
No, I don't see it in the story. Well, we have a reporter here. We can yeah, find we do. Out. Somebody has a lot more information. Uh, ABC News' Derek Dennis will fill us in on uh, this uh, story, which is captivating uh, that part of the country. Derek, how are you? Yeah, hi there. Uh, not not good because of all the smoke. Let's start with the airports. You mentioned it. Listen, there were ground stops that were issued uh, for uh, some of the, the airports in the New York City area. Those have been lifted, but the FAA is slowing air traffic still because of the poor visibility uh, from this Canadian smoke that has drifted thousands of miles into the northeast. Uh, and, and so it's a real problem. Uh, and just stepping outside, people are all masked up as if this were the height of COVID. Uh, the air is very thick. Uh, it starts to burn your eyes and, and irritate your throat after just a few minutes. So it is very dangerous. Uh, and, and it's really blanketed the area. Uh, the, imagine it, the tall skyscrapers in New York City that you would normally see. It's very hard to see the very tips of them because the smoke has uh, just settled in so low over the city. And the forecasters are saying it's going to be like this uh, until the weekend. Uh, and, and the air, uh, the color of the air, the sky is this weird orange. Yeah. Right. It's a, sort of an orange-gray glaze. Uh, it's changed the sun color uh, from uh, just a bright yellow to sort of a red uh, because of the orange uh, glow from the smoke. Uh, and and it's, it's, it's caused New York City officials to issue an air quality advisory, uh, basically telling people who are vulnerable, the elderly, those with compromised immune uh, respiratory uh, conditions to just stay inside. Uh, all New Yorkers are being urged to limit their outdoor activities, but if you've got a compromised system to just stay indoors, that's the advice from health officials. Are, are people heeding that advice, Derek? Because, you know, New Yorkers shrug off everything. It's like, ah, it's another exaggeration. I'm going out. You know, I think it is a situation where people are staying inside because they just don't want to deal with the irritation. I mean, it is very irritating to the eye and to the throat to be outside for any any uh, length of time. Look, there are people, New Yorkers, who just have to be outside. They're either working outside or, or they don't have cars, so they're, you know, they've got to deal with public transportation. Uh, but most of them are masking up, and people are just staying inside as much as they can uh, because of the irritation from the smoke. Now, this, this smoke pattern, I mean, is this unusual that the, the Canadian, the winds are blowing the smoke in this direction? Wouldn't they have blown it maybe more, you know, eastward towards uh, the other parts of Canada? Or how did, how did this work? Or well, is this going to change? Well, that's the thing. So uh, forecasters say we're really at the mercy of the jet stream here. And the way the jet stream works, it sort of pushes air from the north down to the middle of the country and then east. So it sort of goes in like an S pattern. And so we're on the eastern part of that. The good news is the smoke is going to eventually get blown out into the Atlantic Ocean and our skies are going to clear up and down the, the northeast corridor and into New England. So, yeah, the jet stream will help eventually, but right now uh, it's slow moving and it really depends on how quickly things escalate in terms of getting this air pushed out. Uh, uh, but uh, the weekend is what they're looking at. In the meantime, they're saying it could get worse before it gets better, meaning the smoke uh, tomorrow could be worse than it is today. And it's hard to imagine that with the air quality uh, over 300, uh, which is more than double uh, the safe levels. Uh, so it's a big problem, according to health officials. And are they, they're experiencing this in other parts of the Northeast. Also, the Midwest, too, has also gotten some of this smoke. Am I right? Or? 
Right. You're right. There are reports from Detroit. Uh, there are reports from Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Boston, obviously New York City, Connecticut. New Jersey just announced that they're uh, dismissing government office workers early for the day to get them uh, going home uh, uh, so that they can get out of, you know, sort of being outside and get, get inside uh, at home where they could just sort of shelter in place. Uh, they're, they're worried about the health conditions of, of government workers in New Jersey. All right, Derek, thank you very much for the update. We appreciate it. Sure thing. They uh, have a- Derek Dennis, ABC News, covering the poor air quality that's affecting the Midwest and the Northeast cities because of these Canadian wildfires. They have uh, an air quality scoreboard on, on television, and New York City is at the top <laughs> of the list. And uh, uh, we are beating out uh, Dubai and uh, New Delhi, India, Pakistan. Uh, and, and there's red dots, and red means bad air, that uh, are populated all the way to Ohio and Pennsylvania. And then I couldn't help but needle my East Coast friends because they're always, whenever we have wildfires out here, they don't it's, have quite a grasp on where these fires are, even if they're way up north. Are you okay? Is there smoke in your eye? And... <laughs> Well, I'm yeah, like, I'm, well, we flipped the script, didn't we? I was thinking, how many times have we dealt with this uh, with this smoke? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we Because I, I live near the beach. I don't get it too badly, but there was a couple of times. Was that 2020 when we had all those fires? A few of them, uh, some of the smoke drifted in here. It was irritating. The air quality index in New York City is even worse than after the attacks of 9-11. However, that air was far more toxic than this particular wildfire they've got they've got uh, over 200 fires out of control in canada and some of them are in new finland which is in the northeast corner right of uh, canada and some of them are in british columbia which is in the far west and uh, there are winds pushing the british columbia uh, fire smoke down towards the midwest there are winds blowing the new finland smoke you know from the northeast there's a there's a weather pattern that's like sucking the smoke from the north and bringing it down into the New York City area. And it's really, interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. So much of the coverage now that you just got into that is about like New York City's air quality, and people mentioned Philadelphia, and he mentioned Derek yeah. Detroit. But you can see how the the media focus is, and I'm just thinking, yeah, what's it like in Canada? That's got to be pretty nasty. And how come these fires are burning so out of control? Two hundred. Not a lot of coverage there. Right? No, two hundred thirty nine <laughs> fires are burning. But everything's about, well, the New Yorkers can't breathe. Oh. Uh, I, I I have read that there's lots of lightning strikes this time of year in Canada. I was wondering if there and, was something and maybe it wasn't humid and there was uh, hot air or something yeah, like that. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's drier than normal or what the story is. I'm sure it's climate change, though. We can just assume that. Oh, uh, apparently a couple of New York City politicians, including uh, occasional Cortex, has already jumped on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what are we supposed to do? <laughs> uh, I don't know. But this is never... No, everyone, never... Everyone said they've never seen it like this. No, I mean, we grew up there. Spent, uh, you know, first half yeah, of the Yeah, I don't remember there, much right? wildfire smoke. No. no. No, that was... This is highly unusual. Uh, well, it's uh, given something... It's given everybody something to watch all afternoon. It's one of those mesmerizing things, like uh, a snowstorm or... I know, but it's not like you're going to be rescuing people or doing anything. No. You just no. got to wait for it to clear out and maybe stay inside. I if you stay told inside, my friends, get yourself an N95 mask, is what I told my friends back. Because <laughs> they told yeah, me they're staying those, inside at work. Those damn masks are back. 
I'm having flashbacks. I don't want to see Well, now they're good for something if you've yeah. had them laying around the house, yeah. right? This is a more rational use of the mask. Yeah. Oh, some people are actually saying, I can taste the air. Oh, that's pretty disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> air is not you know, supposed to taste. Yeah, you don't really. That means you might be taking in some of the uh, particles. Yeah. Uh, particulates. <laughs> All right. We got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On from 1 to 4 on the radio after 4 o'clock, the iHeart app for the John and Ken On Demand podcast. A little bit more on the wildfires in Canada. A lot of them are around Quebec. Uh, We have the Quebec premier, Francois Legault, who said we really just have uh, the capacity to fight about 40 fires at the moment. And there's a lot more of those that have broken out. Now, they're getting reinforcements from all over the world. Uh, the U.S. has sent some firefighters. Australia, New Zealand, South Africa are also sending. Uh, they're supposedly going to pick up close to 1,000 firefighters. Do they have the equipment, though, right? That's the other thing you need to, to fight these fires. But, uh, yeah, the U.S. is sending more than 600 firefighters and equipment to Canada. I don't know where they're coming from, whose particular force they're coming from, but they probably are coordinating. The largest town... In northern Quebec is a place called Shibugamau. Shibugamau? I can't even pronounce it. Shibugamau. Probably an Indian name. 7,500 people. That's it. They evacuated the town. So you know that we've had some areas in California, remote areas, that when they burn, there's not a lot of... We're talking about northern Quebec that's not very populated. The whole country of Canada doesn't have that many people. So... uh, Oh yeah, That's no, no, another are, reason why these wildfires can burn because it's just a lot of brush uh, and woods. We have more people in California than all of Canada. Yes, we do. Can, Canada's thirty-three million, and we're thirty-nine million. And look at all the empty space we have in this state, right? So Canada. Did you ever drive through Canada? Not drive, no. I drove through a, a chunk of Canada once. It is vastly empty. Ooh. I mean, for hours, all I saw were rolling fields. Well, it's no harsh people. winters, so, you know, there's the reasons that people haven't really populated certain parts of it. Plus, Canada has tough laws on Some cobalts made it to uh, Canada. I have, they uh, did, huh? I have relatives, yeah. In, uh, you visited in, some cobalts. I did not visit cobalts, but my, oh. my, uh, my parents did. Oh, okay. How about that? Uh, I got an uh, interesting uh, problem with the house that came up yesterday, and then it became a sign of the times, the question I was asked. Well, let me start from the beginning. One day I was at the window on the second floor and I was looking out and uh, I saw some bees buzzing around. And I said, hmm, I guess they're just pollinating because I have some plants and trees out there. It happened two days in a row. And I said, I don't know where those, I don't think that's where the trees are. So I walked downstairs, walked outside the house, walked around the corner and I saw what was, had to be, they've made some massive hive. (laughs) And what they did, which is really weird, uh, about two years ago, I put up the ring cameras. Yeah. Right? Uh, and they have like little lights attached. Somehow there was a hole uh, between the edge of the metal plate for the ring camera and the stucco on the house. Uh, either they built the hole or they found the hole. That's where they went in. Oh, inside? Yeah. They built a nest in there. <laughs> and I'm staring at him saying, this is unbelievable. But if you if you watch for a minute or two, they buzz and they buzz and then more join them and it's it's this whole yeah they send out signals you've heard the cliche busy as a bee yeah, they always look uh, busy they're all hovering around like yeah. they got something to do and there's a some qu- go in some come out and other ones float around and 
And I said, I don't like this. So I called pest control, right? Oh, bee massacre? Uh, <laughs> well, you need to worry about that, Ken, because they could attack you. Well, we just had that story in the Valley, what, a couple yes. of weeks ago? Where yes. That, uh, that neighborhood uh, there, resource guy got uh, stung. Yes. If they're uh, Africanized bees. Yeah, and plus it, they could get into the house. I don't know where this is going to go. So I decided to have the problem taken care of. And, of course, oh, I'm still with the bug men, and they, they do great service. They came out immediately this morning. The question I'm referring to that he asked me as he's talking about how he's going to deal with it. And at first, it, I didn't grasp it because, as I said, it's a sign of the times. Can you guys guess what he asked me by, by any stretch of the imagination? That would be an unusual question dealing no. with this. He asked if I was sensitive as to what happens to the bees. <laughs> That's yeah, what I was going to say. I was going to say the same thing. But I well, then it say obvious. it. I thought it was too obvious. I gave him the opportunity. It was too oh, obvious. Too obvious. Yes. Well, John was flummoxed. He said nothing. <laughs> well, that's John. I didn't expect the question. I looked at him for a moment. I said, are you sensitive to what? And I thought at first, do you mean that you're going to hurt the wall or break my camera? No, no, no. He means about the actual the, the insect. Murder. The death of the bees? Yeah. He goes, well, you, does it bother you how, we, how this well, comes out? And I it, said, no. If it bothers <laughs> you, then what was he going to do about it? Leave it. He might have had some other thoughts. I don't know. Oh, you know what he said? I think what he meant, you can get somebody who's an expert in bee collecting that might be able to come and lure them out of there alive. I don't, I don't know. Oh, that's a good idea. I, I see, or, or, He didn't say that. I'm making or, this part up. I think that's, that's where the conversation might have gone, that I'd have to call somebody else in that can deal. He, he couldn't do that. Was he offering was, counseling? Well, I know. The shock Grief of the counseling. And I, well, basically what he did was he plugged the hole. And uh -huh. when I came back later, I, now, I don't, maybe a bunch of them smothered in there. I don't know. But the, the rest were still, there was a few hovering outside like, uh. oh, what happened? We can't get in. And the door's <laughs> locked. <laughs> Hello? Anybody home? They so, look kind of forlorn. You know, they're just kind of winding around like a plane that's waiting to land. There's a queen inside, right? Well, I, we didn't uh, verify that. That's what I said to him. Do you think there's probably a queen in there? He goes, probably, yes. Uh -huh. I said, well, you take precautions. He had the whole bee suit. He right. had the whole the thing on. He had to go up a ladder. And then he, I guess he so, put some treatment so, in there first, and then he patched so over. Those bees were grieving. I'm sure of that. So he probably did cocoon some of them in there, I'm uh -huh. guessing. Yeah. Right. Are you sad, Deborah Mark? Or? Well, I mean, look, there is an option. I mean, look, I don't want you to get stung. And, you mean and I'm going to wait another Ken. day or two no, to bring no, no, out a bee no. expert to no. lure them out with I would honey? Have said, or? I would have said to the guy, hey, if you can take this beehive today, right now, into a safe space. Then go ahead. <laughs> but but it's not like in a bush there's a hive. This was they burrowed into the, the side of the house. Well, I don't know. So we'd have to do. make a bigger hole to maybe try to carefully remove. No, no, no. I, I mean, wouldn't I wouldn't call Deborah's bee removal service. <laughs> well, well, I know she's not, sensitive, look, so I, I, I mean, thought of her when he asked me that question. I'm like, Look, I had a gardener once. We had we had gophers. And so the gardener said, Oh, I'll take care of it. I said, Do not kill them. Okay, I don't want them killed. He said, okay, I'll set a trap and then I'll oh. set them free in a field. I said, okay, make sure you do that because if you're going to kill them, then just let them be. I saw a gopher killing van this morning oh. at the park where I work out. <laughs> That's an yeah, interesting the, name for it. The gophers dig up the whole parkland area, right? And uh, in the parking lot, I'd seen this van before. Uh, they were uh, on the scene and they were going, what they do is they pump carbon dioxide into oh. their burrows. Oh, that's so... And, so sad. And, and Even Bill Murray didn't do that in Caddyshack. Right. <laughs> and well, he tried to blow them up, didn't he, or something? And it suffocates know. them. And then, oh. uh, and then they tamp down the little, you know, the little mounds of dirt. 
that the oh, so uh, they just leave them buried under there. Yeah, yeah, that's oh. right. Yeah, they die in their tunnels. Oh God. Oh, and then they cover up on. Yeah, they come regularly. That's what the but, city does. Your tax money pays for this uh, massive. Uh, yeah, know, two big differences massacre. here. I mean, bees can be harmful because yes. they sting and they get into yes. my house. What? What? So the gophers dug holes. So they did. They have tunnels that somebody actually, could step in the hole and get hurt. Or? Well, they, the park is on two sides of a main they road. They ruin the landscape, and, and they start on the east side, and they burn. But that's no the reason to kill them. Exactly right. That's why I didn't want them killed. I said, fine, I'll have some holes or door, the little dirt hills. I like to yeah, call them. I, I don't think you have to murder a creature because it's right. ruining the landscape. Right. But. Exactly. But people do. Well, it's a liability if people step in the holes. Don't they have gopher experts who could lure them out, put them in a cage, and take them to the wilderness? Or? Yes, I'm sure they do. I think it's easier to... I think there's a lot of gophers, because what I was saying is they start on the east side of the road in the parkland oh. there. They go underneath the roadway and then pop up on the west side. Oh, okay. And that's where I see them. I see their holes. I see their little heads coming out. And they're very <laughs> skittish, because they're always looking up in the air, because sometimes they're Like these... whack-a-mole. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, there's hawks that fly around or hawk-like birds. I don't know exactly what the species oh, is. Oh, yeah, they're looking for food. And, yeah. you know, ever I think one time I saw a hawk. Yeah, yeah. Came down, swooped down, grabbed it by the neck, and the little guy was taken by oh, the neck. Oh, that's one uh, way to cure the problem, yeah, Deborah. Right. Oh, that's... Yeah. Uh, my dog... Well, that's nature. My dog tries to catch them, and I won't I won't let them. I'm, but your no. dog wouldn't know what to do with it. Well, they stick it in their mouths and chomp on it. Uh, I think the gopher might fight back. Your dogs so. are barely bigger than gophers. Oh, <laughs> your dogs? Yeah. Oh, the gopher would take out your dog easy. I don't think so. <laughs> and Deborah too. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> uh, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced? set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done legal shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iheart pplsi does not provide legal representation or advice see a plan for complete terms hey everyone it's ted from consumer cellular the guy in the orange sweater and this is your wake-up call if you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4. After 4 o'clock, the uh, iHeart app is for the John and Ken On Demand podcast. So the Yankees game is postponed. The Phillies game postponed. Back what about that? Because of the smoke. Smoke? Yeah. That's got to be a first maybe for an East Coast game. I don't know. Uh, and, and this, totally unrelated, I just saw. I just read it online, and now they're running a piece on the news. Did you see Robert Kennedy Jr. went to the border wall in Arizona? No, but I understand he's taking a stand against too much migration, is what I heard. Yes, he says there is a, this is a quote, I love this quote, a tsunami of migrants defecating in irrigation canals threatening the safety of the food supply. Oh, well, that's his background. He's an environmental lawyer. Yeah, a tsunami of migrants defecating. Mm. In the irrigation canals. Why? Yeah, there was a quote somebody sent today that he just thinks we're getting to the point where it's just too much. We can't take on all this migration. It's just not possible. Yeah, so. I like him. He's, He's definitely digging out his own path against Biden. He is stirring it up. That's good. He- he is. I don't know whether he peaks at whatever he's got, 15% or something like that in the latest. Yeah, 15, 20. Yeah, but that's really <laughs> as far as it goes. And But uh, it's good to see he's not spending the whole campaign to talk about vaccines. I don't think that's going to get him the nomination. No, but, uh, no. There's but, plenty uh, of other issues to uh, he's reach cl- into. He's clearly trying to get uh, followers from all corners. Uh, the Moist line comes back in just two days. You can leave a message using the iHeartRadio app. The microphone icon or call the toll-free number, which I'm about to give you, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. We're going to spend probably the next eight or nine minutes, to all I want to spend on this story, but clearly it's getting a lot of attention because the second time in less than a week, we had a raucous situation at a school in Southern California. This time it was in Glendale. They had a school board meeting, the Glendale Unified School Board building uh groups on both sides showed up this is june this is pride month and apparently this was all to do with lgbtq plus issues i understand from some you got all the letters in there uh some the plus right some reporters and people i guess police said that it looks like it's some of the same folks that were in north hollywood Mm -hmm. last week just moved over to this school uh, here is the story from Fox 11 reporter Mario Ramirez. That clash over pride curriculum here at the Glendale Unified School District headquarters, and there were hundreds of people that showed up here in the parking lot to demonstrate. Take a look. Sky Fox was over the scene, and you can see the moments when that crowd became violent here. Dueling protests outside the Glendale Unified board meeting that led to law enforcement declaring an unlawful assembly. Meanwhile, inside, the school board was voting on reconsidering pride curriculum, highlighting LGBTQ plus issues that has been in place since 
2019. Glendale Unified says it follows California law, which states that every person on campus has a right to be referred to by their preferred pronoun. Meanwhile, parents and community members on both sides showed up to demonstrate. They need to stop asking little children what they sexually identify as. Children are not sexual beings, nor should they be. I think it's really important to be here to stand up for all children and not be exclusive. We are an inclusive community. The school board yes. later did vote unanimously to declare June Pride Month and move forward with the curriculum. Advocates say LGBTQ plus representation in school studies is important. Opponents say they don't want the content to be introduced to children. Police, meanwhile, say many of the protesters here at this protest, uh, at this demonstration, were also present during a violent exchange between demonstrators outside Sadiqo Elementary in North Hollywood last week over a scheduled Pride Assembly. And back out here live, Glendale police say three people were arrested here in the parking lot yesterday one of them for allegedly using pepper spray why is it so important to teach kids especially young kids about all these uh, sexual issues w why is this such an obsession is it sexual issues because i heard two people on two different sides on the news say the same thing now they're on two different sides and they both basically said well if it's just about tolerance i'm okay with that but I don't want them to talk about sex. And then the other person on the other side says it's really just about tolerance. Nobody's well, teaching anything about sex. Well, I, I disagree because I went through this at my school and it was the only time I called up uh, one of the vice principals and really got into it with her because they were teaching out and out sex to one of my kids when he was in fifth grade. And it was disgusting. It was a weird guy from Beverly Hills who wore a leopard smoking jacket. And Deborah, you look good in leopard, but this guy didn't. And uh, and 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 my, my son came home and said the guy was really a creeper. He was weird. And then he told me what they were what the guy was talking about. And I said, no, no, that, that's my business. That's not this guy's business with his little. What little, grade was that? Fifth grade. Fifth he, grade. It was. Yeah. Well, we went was, through this even back in the sixties and seventies where. They thought that maybe it's a good idea that kids know something well, about the basics so that they the, don't end up with all the teenage pregnancy. That was a big problem back then. Who is the they? And, and why is the school in charge of but, this? Why can't but, I be in charge of this? But let's go back to what we're talking about here. All they were going to do was reconsider something that's been in place since 2019, this pride curriculum about pronouns. Okay. There was no discussion about telling people how men have sex with other men but or the, women have sex with other the, women. The pronouns. I don't think that was part you, of the curriculum. Don't you think the pronouns are confusing to a kid? They're confusing to me. I don't understand how a single person, a single being, can be called a they or a them. Why is it a plural? How do you explain that to a little kid? Why is it there? If there has to be a word, why isn't it another word? Why is the grammar turned inside out? And now a single is now a plural. Because I, I, you're probably going to have a family, and it may only be one. Because one of the reasons I'm annoyed by this story is that it's blown up out of proportion with hysteria on both sides, by the way. Well, let me put it this way. The side that showed up there thinks that, oh, this is all about trying to convert our kids to be uh, to change their gender or something like that. Nobody's trying to recruit or change people's genders. And then the other side's like, oh, you all hate gay people and LBT. That's not true either. There's a lot of tolerance out there, and there has been for many years. So, right, so everybody what, just calm down. What is the blow-up? Well, you know why the blow-up is. The blow-up has been about... This this transgender issue, which yeah, is, that that's probably okay. what's made this back into oh, the news in the recent years. Okay, so right. what's behind that? I don't think well, anybody because was there objecting. might be one family, maybe two, 
who have a kid in the Glendale, just pulling them out of the air, the Glendale School District, who does have a child that they've decided uh, wants yeah. to identify as a girl. Who, who's decided and then they, that? When they go to school, they want you to refer to her by her proper pronouns. Uh, who, but, well, but, the parents may have realized this, and maybe the child has said things. Does the child know? Is that possible well, that a child knows that young? See, I, I take issue with the whole premise. And is, is that something suddenly everybody else has to deal with? I don't want to go through every grade. Obviously, a first grader, that does seem a little bit early for someone to know. But maybe a fifth grader or a sixth grader begins to understand that uh, they're not comfortable with being a boy. Maybe. That can happen. You don't think that can happen? I don't know. <laughs> but I don't trust in this climate. I don't trust outsiders. Look, the, the, the people involved in running schools are so ultra-progressive. And sometimes it veers into some weird stuff. And I I just don't understand why there's so... But this so is not San Francisco. Why? This is Glendale. I don't think they're getting into weird stuff. So why bring the protest uh, there? Because I... I, 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 I like I said, I think it's the same people that were arguing at North Hollywood. It's right, but they didn't, like this crowd they didn't just argue this last year, and they didn't argue it the year before, the year before that. So this year, there's something going on. This year, something different is happening because they just had this in Temecula Valley, too. The school board had had a big ruckus. Uh, this uh, I think it was last night as well. That was in the news. So it's popping up in three different places all at the same time in Southern California, no less. And well, I'm I just, think you're right. I think the trans issue has tripped people into another level of uh, hysteria on both sides. But in Glendale, it was only about something they've had in place since 2019. What, I, don't, I don't think there's anything new to the story. What, what I read in one story, it's a lot of Armenian parents and Hispanic parents who are culturally more cons conservative and they don't want to deal with this. And they think it's been it's been just too much. I, I mean, I, I tell you. But where were they in 2020 and 21 and I 22 think, when I these policies a, well, were uh, approved? I think a lot of it's like this drag queen stuff, like bringing drag queens in for story right. time. I think that's pushed a lot of people's buttons. Is that really happening in a lot yeah. of places? Well, it's happening. I, I, what's I a know, lie? but what, see what number are you looking for? And people jump on early no, trends. Uh, more than two percent of the schools, maybe more than five percent of the know. schools. I, I don't know. know because the media is going to cover it if it's one school and one protest, and you got thousands of schools. It's like I, I just feel like if, it's out if, of proportion. If I had to what's... kids, you know, little kids, and there's a drag queen coming for story time. Yeah, that would make me. A little un uncomfortable, and I don't know what it's doing to the kid. I, I why, why do they have to process that kind of stuff now? I, I don't get why is it so important to to force the kids to process it at a young age. Now the guy with the leopard jacket, I, what what was he teaching? He was teaching the explicit sex stuff. And heterosexual, and, homosexual, either heterosexual, or? from what I remember. But oh. uh, but there was no there was no in, the parents weren't informed. And and apparently he came across as really weird. That was the only time he did it because I don't think I was the only one calling in to complain. But yeah, I thought that, they gave guy, a heads up when they're going to have a class they, like they that. They don't because they don't want to deal with the blowback. They don't want to <laughs> deal with what went on. That's the thing. There's a lot of insidious stuff, and I don't trust and I don't believe anybody in school administration when it comes to these matters. I don't. I always think that there's more to it than than everyone's willing to say on camera or admit to. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI, AM640. We're live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. Feels like we're going back in time. Coming up after 2 o'clock, we'll have Blake Trolling on the show because they're cleaning up more homeless uh, encampments in Venice. 
We're back to Venice again. That's where we were in 2020 and 21 with so many problems until well, uh, they never cleaned then all of them. Then Sheriff Villanueva got in there and helped clean up the boardwalk. This is around the canals. Did you ever take a gondola down the canal in Venice, John? Or not a gondola? But I've I've done bike riding around there. I don't. I don't know. Oh, well, actually, you know what? That, L.A. canals have gondolas. It's uh, funny because I remember what we used to do. We used to take bike rides into Venice near the canals, and we used to bike ride through uh, the Bayona wetlands. And then we we had to stop because all of a sudden we were seeing the creepers all over the place mm. in their tents, and you know one guy was waving a stick one day, and it's like, all right, we're out of here. Well, we're going to find out what this is all about. This is part of uh, Inside Safe. Oh, it says here it's not part of Inside Safe. So we'll find out exactly how this uh, came about and who's doing it after the news. Also, uh, I think it's a stupid issue, a dead issue, but we'll be pulling out the Gavin Newsom is not maybe running for president when we talk once again about the migrant flights to mm -hmm. Sacramento. And a few things to say to a media outlet which are worth going over as he tries to make something out of this, which is kind of already a dead story. Because there was nothing to it. Because yeah. he lied, and they everybody printed and broadcast his lies. Right. Right now, we're going to talk about uh, maybe it's one of Deborah Mark's favorite clothing companies. I, I'm not sure. Lululemon. Yeah. It's not my favorite, <laughs> but I do I do have some of the workout pants. I like, I like their leggings a lot. Weren't they one of the first with the yoga pants? And yeah. The, uh, those kind of... Uh, yeah, uh, it's an athletic brand. Yeah, uh, you and Eric Arcetti, both. Well, they are they're they're expensive, but they they fit well. Do we ever actually see Garcetti in yoga pants, or we just decided that they would work on him? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> well, actually, I feel like maybe you said it because you saw a picture or you knew something, well, but I don't think so. Somebody here made a life size yeah, cardboard that, cutout and they with put him wearing Lululemon. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Photoshopping. I, think. I I might have been taken from real life. Well, down and he, in he Atlanta. Was, and he was topless, too. And, of course, shoplifting's a problem all around the country. Down in Atlanta, a couple of people went into a Lululemon and started taking stuff off the shelves and heading out the door. Well, two female workers decided to confront them, Jennifer Ferguson and Rachel Rogers. They were fired. Does that shock you? They have a policy at Lululemon. You do not confront and you do not challenge looters. Because it's just stuff. It's not. Yes, it's not safe. It could be. It could be very unsafe. But you got to feel sympathetic because we're all feeling this now. I don't think. I don't think they should. Watching be... people just walk out of stores with stuff and nobody does anything. So you got these two women trying to save some of the merchandise for their bosses and just standing up for what's right, which nobody. I think does. that's what it was. I think they're just like this is enough. I'm going to try yeah. something here and. Uh, Apparently, she well, just said, why don't you just turn around and walk out? And they ignored her. And then at another point, she said something like, uh, seriously, get out of the store. And the response was, chill, uh, B word, and shut your bleep up. And <laughs> it says that the, the women walked outside and watched as the looters stowed away their stolen clothing and escaped in their car. They notified the police of the incident, but that they were fired because they interfered in some way. Lululemon should be proud of their yeah, employees that they that they were upset that somebody was stealing the merchandise. It's not like they own it. These are heroines. This this uh, weasel CEO, Calvin McDonald. He does look tender, doesn't he? he? he... <laughs> it's only merchandise, he said. We have a zero tolerance policy and we train our educators on around engaging during a theft. What the hell does that mean? We An train educator? our educator? You're selling, you're selling yoga pants. See, 
Is that not, what they call people that work in a Lululemon store? Educators? We train our educators on around engage. <laughs> I mean, why do corporate people talk like such weasels? Nobody normal talks this way. Of course he'd have a stupid policy like this and and turn turn the two women into the enemy. They're they're the ones who did something wrong, right? He doesn't say anything about the looters. He's upset about his employees that are trying to stop the robbery. Well, we train our educators on engage on not engaging during a threat. Yeah, yeah that's where it's really upside down. The story's now focused on the two poor women that tried to stop these idiot shoplifters, and this guy says, "Well, you know, I'm going to stand by firing them because they violated company policy." What if everybody walking out the door with all your yoga pants? Well, you know, that's something for the police to handle. Well, obviously, the police are overwhelmed on this issue. Because yeah. shoplifting's not well, considered here's a his, big crime. Here's this. Uh, here's Calvin's uh, big idea. First of all, he says it's only merchandise. That's good to know. So I guess everybody ought to go into Lululemon and steal <laughs> yeah, something. Right, because, because it's, it's only, only stuff. Right. It doesn't bother the CEO. He goes, it's only merchandise, and they're supposed to scan a QR code to alert management about what's happened. And that's that, he said. We've been told not to put it in any notes because that might scare other people. We're not supposed to call the police. We're not really supposed to talk about it. They're trained to step back, let the theft occur, know that there's technology and there's cameras, and we're working with law enforcement. Uh, yeah, women, that's been effective so far, hasn't it? I don't even understand. We're not told not to put it in any notes because that might scare other people? What does that even mean? I don't know what that means. He, he said they knowingly broke the rule, including following them out of the store. The policy is to protect them, but we have to stand behind the policy to enforce it. Jesus. Now, one well, quick note. California State Senate just passed a bill that would prohibit companies from forcing their employees to confront shoplifters. I don't know that that's going on, but we're kind of going in the opposite direction. Nobody forces you. I don't think so. Oh, uh, maybe there is a couple of cases where there's some guy that lectures his workers. You better stop that shoplifter. But I don't know that there is. But What's that word you used to describe him? Educators. No, no, no. Calvin McDonald, the oh. CEO. Uh, tender. I don't, tender. Yeah, I think it was tender, yeah. Yeah, that's a good word. <laughs> okay, we're going to... I just took a look at him. We're going to talk to Blake Trolley when we come back. He's not going to uh, stop a robber, I'll tell you that. No, that's not going to happen. About a new cleanup going on of the homeless in Venice. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Everything is upside down. Oh, look at that. They got a new scoreboard on the worst air quality. Allentown. Allentown's at the top now. 451. 451. Above New York. Above New York dropped to third place. Wow. Oh, Good. Where they make all the steel. They used this. to, right? The steel mills. Yeah. And we're living here in Allentown. I knew that was coming. All right. <laughs> Deborah Mark live in the 24 hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. 
Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.